Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings, podcast listeners out there in podcast land. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist, and uh, I get into people's heads. That's why the name of this podcast is Ted in Your Head. Uh, I've had a number of people uh, come to me and say, oh, last night I had Ted in my head, which means they were listening to one of the recordings I made for them during a hypnotherapy session. So that's what I do. I'm a hypnotherapist. I work with people to help them overcome anxiety, to help them do better taking tests, to help people um, be better at business. I help folks to get over self-limiting beliefs and uh, negative thoughts about themselves. So yeah, those are the areas that I work in. I've been doing it for 16 years. I love my job, I'm happy to say. And if any of the things that I just said, any of those challenges resonate with you, like if you, when hearing this, just thought in your mind, oh, I've got that going on, then I can help you. And if you want to reach out, I'll tell you how a little bit later on. But for now, we're going to get into today's show, moving through procrastination, moving through procrastination. So let me tell you a story. In high school, I never, ever, ever started a paper until like, six or seven o'clock the night before, most of the time later. And, uh, you know, I've always been a good writer, so I was able to, you know, I was able to put out some good work, some A and B work, um, by starting it like late the night before. I was able to, always able to pull it out. I'd stay up all night. I know, stupid. But because I did get good grades, it kind of reinforced that behavior, you know, and didn't really motivate me to try to do something better by starting earlier. But when I got to college, that strategy did not work. In fact, um, God, I pulled so many stupid all-nighters. It turned turned in so much substandard work because I just would procrastinate until I could not stand it any longer. One time I wrote a beautiful paper and I turned, you know, I stayed up all night it was supposed to be in the next day at 8 a.m. I think I turned it in at 9, and the teacher said, sorry, you flunked the class. I had to take the whole class over again. I, I had an A, but I flunked because I procrastinated and didn't get the paper in. And that feeling, right, like, oh, I need to start this, but I don't want to. It's just like, man, it's like somebody's got you tied in handcuffs or rope. So... Let's talk about procrastination. First of all, everyone does it. Everyone procrastinates. I got a call from a pretty successful somebody in the movie industry that said, you know, I'm supposed to be writing this thing and I'm just not doing it. So everybody procrastinates. And the reasons we have procrastination are varied, okay? For some people, it's just a really, really bad habit that they have. For other people, um, being overwhelmed, looking at the thing they need to do and going, oh, my God, that's so much work. 
that creates procrastination. Procrastination also comes from fear. Um, somebody sent me a very interesting article, a New York Times article from 2019 called um, Why You Procrastinate. Or, I'm sorry, it's called Why Do You Procrastinate? Parenthesis, it has nothing to do with self-control. I found this, this article very interesting, and I'd like to share some of the thoughts in this article with you. So the article suggests that we procrastinate because of our emotional state. In other words, that we procrastinate because of bad moods. And um, one of the quotes from the article by a guy named Dr. Piers Steele, he's a professional, a professor of motivational psychology at the University of Calgary. He suggests that procrastination is self-harm. I, I found that idea very, very interesting. So the article goes on to say that procrastination isn't a unique character flaw or mysterious curse on your ability to manage time, but it's a way of coping with challenging emotions and negative moods induced by certain tasks, boredom, anxiety, insecurity, frustration, resentment, self-doubt, and beyond. And I think that's true because... I'm a pretty good manager of my time, at least these days, but boy, I still procrastinate. In fact, when I first started doing this podcast, actually sitting down and recording four podcasts for the week was just incredibly painful. And there's that, uh, there's that mood, right? The mood of like, oh man, that just, I don't want to, I don't feel good about it. Is it going to be good when I do it? I don't know. Oh, there's so many other things I want to do, right? That's what stops us from doing the things we want to do. And, and it gets to the point where the fear of not doing it becomes greater than the fear of doing it. And that's when it shifts over and we, we actually take action. So, you know, procrastination has a lot of different angles and there are so many articles and books about procrastination. You know, how do we get ourselves to do the thing we need to do, but don't want to do. How do we do that? Well, <laughs> there are so many different steps to take. I'll just break it down for you and give you a few things to think about, okay? As always, the first step is awareness. You need to look at the problem straight in the eye and say, wow, I'm just a terrible procrastinator and this is what it's costing me costing me opportunities. It's costing me peace of mind. It's causing me frustration, right? It's costing me um, the ability to feel good about myself. So be aware of what your procrastination looks like and the areas in which you procrastinate and be very aware of how you distract yourself, how you self-sabotage. Because, you know, if procrastination is self-harm, then it's definitely self-sabotage. That's an important part an intrinsic part of, um, of procrastination. So, and, and, and there's very, very, um, you know, common sense ways to overcome procrastination. First and foremost, if you have something that you need to do, make it as easy as possible. So for example, one of the things I have to do is I have to go outside and, and do yard work, right? And Hey man, I'm 60 years old. <laughs> Yard work is not as easy as it used to be. But what I do is I, I put on some good tunes or I find some good podcasts to listen to while I'm out there. 
And after an hour of doing yard work, I'll reward myself with a beer, right? So I like drinking beer. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do an hour of yard work. Then I'm going to, I'm going to drink a tasty uh, IPA or something like that, okay? Um, if I'm going to uh, get up early the next day and go take a walk or do some exercises, I'm going to make sure I have all my stuff ready. I'm going to have my shoes ready, my wallet ready, my cell phone charged and ready. Because if I have to look around for those things, it's going to stop me. It's going to distract me, okay? I try to remove distractions when I try to, when I know I have to get something done. So make what you want to do as easy as possible. Eliminate distractions. One of the effective things you can do is you can ask yourself, is there something I can do? Is there an action I can take for just five minutes? So if there's a paper you have to write, if there's a phone call you have to make, then set a timer and say, look, I'm just going to do this for five minutes. Then I'm going to go do something else. And many times, and I'm sure you can relate to this, many times, just taking that first step creates some momentum for you. Can't tell you how many times I'm just like, I don't want to know. Oh, no, I don't want to. Oh, God, no, please. And then I'd start it. And then it was like, cool, I'm having fun now. This is awesome. And, you know, I produced something great or did something awesome. And all it took was that first step to start. So that's something else to think about. Sometimes just starting is all you need, right? Rather than thinking of everything you need to do or how long it's going to take, just tell yourself, look, let's just start for five minutes. Okay? And then... Finally, associate something positive with taking the action. Like ask yourself, how am I going to feel if I just start? How am I going to feel when I finish this? Is there some kind of reward? So the idea is, you know, in line with this article that I was quoting you from, is to associate good feelings with what you want to, with what you want to do. Associate good, um, a good mood with what you want to do. If I have to sit down and type stuff into Excel, you know, that kind of stuff, kind of grunt, kind of, uh, I don't know, administrative work. I have to put on some kind of classical music. I have to put on some music without words because that just kind of distracts me and sets my mind at ease. And, you know, I'll have some water there or something to drink. So I associate that with this stuff that I don't want to do. So if you need help with procrastination, there are so many different, uh, so much information out there about how to overcome it. You don't need to let procrastination stop you, okay? So there you go. And if you need my help, tedmoreno.com, that's where you want to go. Click on ready to get started. Send me an email saying, Ted, I'm a procrastinator. I need help, please. And then uh, I'll call you. I'll send you an email. I'll send you an email that'll say, hey, thanks for giving me a Thanks for sending me an email, and um, let's have a short conversation. We'll set up a conversation, talk about what's going on, talk about how we can get you started taking more action, feeling better about yourself, because, boy, we feel terrible at our, about ourselves when we're procrastinating. We're, we're supposed to be doing something, but we're not doing it. Oh, how much we beat ourselves up. Oh, I almost forgot. That's another important part of overcoming procrastination. Be nice to yourself. Forgive yourself. Have, have compassion for yourself. Nudge yourself in the right direction. Um, yelling and screaming at yourself may not work. I don't know very many people that where yelling and screaming at themselves works. It doesn't work for me. 
Um, so think about that. Be Create a good mood. Be nice to yourself and uh, forgive yourself for, for procrastinating and, you know, take some steps to take the first step. Okay? So there you go. Thanks for listening. I'll leave you with a quote by a guy named Victor Kiam, who said, Procrastination is opportunity's natural assassin. Oh, that's heavy. Procrastination is opportunity's natural assassin. So don't go out there and kill opportunity. Go out there and, quote unquote, kill the thing you have to do. Okay? Thanks for listening. You have a good day. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.